pour up if it's wind down time or grab a nice coffee if you're on the way to work. Whatever you need, make sure you have a drink in your hand before we start this episode. Welcome back to Thirsty for Therapy, guys. I am Courtney, and I'm your forever host. Welcome back to the show. This is episode number nine. We are getting down the line so fast, so quickly. It's all happening. I'm sorry if my voice is deep today. Sometimes when I record in the morning, I'm like, I know I'm about to have a man voice, but you can't say I'm not giving you my authentic version of myself because my voice is deep as fuck. It's Monday and I am off. Mondays are always like super amazing because I don't normally work on Mondays, but sometimes I decide to go in on Mondays just to make extra money or if I'm not doing anything productive, like I'll just go to work. But this Monday just feels amazing because I already knew last night when I laid down that I wasn't going to happen. So there was no contemplating on whether or not I was going in or not. You know, I did my face routine. Um, skin is absolutely popping. I had a chemical pill not too long ago. My skin looked horrible during the process, but afterwards it was so worth it. So if any of you are ever considering getting a chemical pill done, I say do it. Um, I finally took out my hair. So I just feel free. I had my hair done for my birthday last week. And honestly, I feel like my hair was making me it was making it was irritating me like it was making me sad because I couldn't scratch my scalp like it sounds dramatic but it was it's just how I am like I love being natural because I just feel so free like I feel like I can get to my head I can comb it I can touch it I can scratch it like I can run my fingers through it like I've never been the one to just like have my hair away back to back to back I don't like anything that feels confining all down to my personality if I couldn't be expressive, I would just die. And that wig made me feel like I was going to die if I didn't get it out. And sometimes when you get your hair done and you get a wig, it covers your ears. And like, I couldn't feel my ears. Y'all, I was losing it. And it's like, I've had it done three times before this, but <clears throat> it just felt like I was in jail. My head was in jail. And no knock to these fronts and so ends because if I could, I would, but only for a week. Like I can't, I cannot exceed a week. It's too long. And I love throwing braids in, so trust me, I get it. But nothing beats being able to run my fingers through my scalp. And wigs feel like hats. And I think I only own two actual hats because I don't like my head being covered or just being covered or, like, confined. It's it's not me. And sometimes I feel that way with accessories. I have a love and hate relationship with those two because I like the look and I like to enhance a fit or add, you know, sprinkles on it. Um, but it feels like I'm chained up or some shit. Like, it's in the way of my comfortability. And that's why I always hated hoop earrings growing up. And everybody wanted to wear hoop earrings. Like, oh, I want hoop, big hoops. Like, to me, hoops were always in the way because they just dangle. And they're just hitting the side of my face. And my hair be over and shit. It's just stupid to me. I've never really liked things being in the way. And then, besides the point, I'm more comfort, less style anyway. I'm like 60% comfort, 40% style. But that's besides the fact. I um, just want to start off with this random disclaimer before we get into today's episode. This is not a nigga bashing festival. Um, anytime I have topics like this, I like to say that disclaimer because I just know it's so cliche to hop behind a camera, hop behind a record, some recording or an audio and just bash 
niggas equals ignorance, not men, not all men. So I'll just go ahead and put that out there. This is for anyone who feels like they can relate and wants to take the time to listen. That's all this is for. And in today's episode, I'm actually picking on myself. If you can look at the title, that's me addressing myself. If you are here and listening, you have officially become a part of my podcast family. So I want you guys to be comfortable in this loving home of Thirsty for Therapy. Mikasa is Sukasa during this time and anytime you're listening. And I'm not afraid to share parts of myself with you if it promotes personal growth. So we're going to get into it. So like I was saying, based on the title, I miss hard body completely, absolutely, 100% numb to bullshit. I won't allow myself to feel if it means vulnerability. And I know there's plenty of others out here <clears throat> who can say the same. I run from anything that feels overcomplicated or like overcomplicated communication or just simply running because I've already formed in my head that whatever you're trying to sell me is a fucking lie and I'm not buying. Never being open to putting myself out there to meet and greet. That also falls under the hat, the category of Miss Hardbody. Never make a move if I can if I think that I can predict the outcome. Also known as <clears throat> Little Miss Right About Everything or I know these niggas like the back of my hand. I'm not letting you slip through the cracks because what's the point if I already know where it's going? Or maybe I just haven't met the right person. Or maybe I'm not looking. Or do I even try? To be honest, I don't. Me personally, I tuck my empathetic ways away at times. But anyone who is close to me would know that I can be the sweetest thing to anyone. Sometimes. Sometimes complex. So I got this topic submission. Um, kind of similar, asking me something about this. But this idea was really mine. But the topic submission is relatable. So as we dive deeper into it, you'll see how the two connect. But I was reading this book that I posted on the podcast Instagram feed a couple of weeks ago, and it's called Born for Love. And it talks about how empathy is endangered and how it's essential for life. But basically, it was saying like how being empathetic is something that is slowly starting to fade away, that you know people get away from as humans. And for me to be so in touch with my emotions and sometimes others' emotions, I never thought I would get to the point where I just don't give a fuck. And I really don't care after seeing the cards someone gets dealt. When it comes to this shit, I'll take a hard pass. I don't like games and I'm not good at tucking my feathers. I'm not good at tucking my feathers, like basically rolling over and just letting shit slide. And it's something that I've had to work with because like when you're younger in your mind, you think that everything is so, you know, harmless and sweet and you just think shit's sweet. Like I have, I've had millions on millions of millions of conversations about growing up and realizing that people were not pure hearted and like people didn't have pure intentions. Like my mom had to lecture me about that shit all the fucking time. And I'm like, well, why would they be mean? Or why would they do this? Like, I mean, confuse y'all. I would be like, what are you talking about? Like, why would someone just not, why would someone lie about that? Like, I was just blown away. And I kind of talked about this in Letter to My Lovers a little bit, but I didn't go too deep into detail. But that shit really blew me. And I'm empathetic, but I'm still not able to 
like I said, tuck my feathers, tuck my tail, or just let shit be, or just relax, or whatever they tell you to do nowadays when you're pursuing these situationships. I have no chill. I can't let shit slide, and I can't go with the flow. I can't act like I don't care. And I don't want to hear an excuse. Yes, that should be sounding like a lie, because it probably is, and I'm not about to believe it. I'm not gonna fall back when I get wrapped up in shit, so for the most part, I try to make sure I stay 10 toes on my fucking feet before I fall down that elevator shaft into doom, which is love. So with that being said, when it comes to being so empathetic and caring about people's emotions, I guess you expect the same thing in return. And that's why tucking my tail is much easier for me because even though I'm learning to accept the fact that people are not how I am, I still rather water it down a little bit so I can, you know, not get trampled over as often or not get hurt as often. Like, you just water yourself down a little bit and you give people less of what you are because you'll, I feel like it's human nature to expect to receive what you're giving. That's just how it goes. I probably get one deep, almost love experience a year. I'm not really built for that shit. Most people put up with because acts of disappearing makes me go in a frenzy. Energy switches bring up questions. And yes, I'm going to ask. Anything weird that sounds suspect is going to make me raise my ears. I don't tuck my tail because I don't want to end up single or alone. Which is why I'm saying like I don't water myself down. Just so people can be like, oh yeah, she's cool. She's laid back. She's chill. Like If you can't accept who I am, then go find somewhere else that is easier for you to get over at like go find what's easy for you because this is never going to be that and if having one of them things means seeing them once a week or once a month and just barely doing anything other than texting my phone you know bare minimum shit absolute hard pass and like I said I've been working with myself to be better and not be so irrational because I can be that at times I've said that before in the past in these episodes But my friend always says, I don't know how you're going to deal with this relationship shit. Niggas do lie, you know. They do cheat. Moment of silence for that. Okay. (laughs) And honestly, I don't know. I really don't fucking know how I'm going to deal with it. It's going to take a miracle. A miracle. And I am not talking about the ones that sing with Smokey Robinson. It's going to take a miracle, y'all. Like you can really get the fuck if you cannot reciprocate my energy if you cannot do or be who I'm being for you I don't think it's going to work here and I know I have to work on how I react to certain situations like I said I can be very irrational but some shit cannot be watered down or just forgotten I can't I'm all for forgiveness but the minute you start forgetting shit I feel like we slip back into the realm of delusion And I've talked about delusion in previous episodes. Delusion is scary. Delusion is the no-no. Like, it's like the no-man's land. Like, you got regular sand, you got quicksand. Delusion is quicksand. And you just start sinking. You can't see the shit when you're in it. Like, you know, when when you start sinking into quicksand, what happens? Your body goes down in the sand to the point where you're almost covered. Like, you can't see above the sand. That's what delusion is. Scary, right? And I have no relationship guru, but I will take self-solitude over fabricated relations any fucking day. I know shit is different when you're physically in it because trust me, I've been there. Again, this is all coming from personal experience. 
but that's also a reason why I'd rather not. I sweep around my door first before I share my opinions. So I never want you guys to think that I'm just like, oh, well, you don't know why I'm staying. You don't know why I'm putting up with this. You don't know what I go through. You don't know what, what, because you're not, you don't have it. And that's another reason why I can see clearly because I don't have it. And then when I do have it, guess what happens to me? I can't see either. Like, it just, sometimes when something's right in front of you, it's a, it's also, it's love. It feels good. You like it. You're happy. But it's also a distraction because you get so wrapped up in the feelings and emotions. Me personally, I know that I do, that you just, sometimes you forget about the shit that you were paying attention to when you didn't have the thing in front of you. It's hard not to lose some of your common sense when you get sucked into the whirlpool of love and lust and feelings and emotions. It just feels so good. It's hard. And from the people around me, I've seen them do some crazy shit and let some easy, even crazier shit slide. I just feel like my safe zone, for the most part, is the best place for me to be. For me to be. But then again, the saying, it's better to have love than to never love at all, is what, you know... You hear all the time. But for me, and me personally, I think that's very much debatable. I'm learning. But it's kind of like my relationship with the gym that we just started back up again. And I will give you guys the update on that. I keep going and going. And the first couple experiences I have with the gym, I absolutely fucking hate them when I pick it back up. Just like my relationships. But when I get familiar with the gym and feel comfortable, I grow to like it. And shit, I might even love it depending on how it makes me feel. Same with the relationships. Then as time goes by, I fall off. I stop going to the gym. We hit a rough patch. We can't get back to where we were from the start. I'm like, damn, we're no more. But look at what we used to be. Look at how we used to be. I was I was in shape. I was doing this. I was eating healthy. I was drinking water. And that's not that analogy isn't the same with a relationship, but if I was comparing and contrasting the two, it would be I was all in with this relationship. I was really, I got back at it. I was doing good. Now, somewhere down the line, things get rocky. We're done, you know, but you got to start back up again. You got to put yourself back out there some way, somehow. I know it's hard, but it's the same thing with the gym. It's hard. Like, it literally whoops your ass. The first week of going back, the first two weeks, like, it does not feel good. And I literally picked it back up yesterday, the gym we're talking about. (laughs) And it felt disgusting. Like, I had this thing where if I don't eat before I work out, I get, like, nauseous. I want to throw up. And I knew I should have ate something, but I didn't. And when I tell you I was struggling... I worked on, I can kind of feel it a little bit, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I worked on my back, and I worked on abs and arms, and I just feel like, I just felt like I wanted to die. And I'm dramatic, but you have to keep going to the point where you can keep it up. You have to keep going to the gym where you're not going to stop again. Because whenever you do stop, it's hard to get back. It's hard to get it back up and running. And it's the same thing with allowing people to get your time or dating, whatever you want to call it. It feels like you're, you slid down a slide and you're trying to walk back up the fucking slide. What are you doing? You know it's easier to slide down. And it's easier to fall in love. It's harder to navigate through it and fix it and maintain it. The actual art of falling is the easiest part because we are able to be like, okay, this feels right. Let's do it. Boom. We're done. We're falling. But then when it gets difficult and you're trying to like 
figure that shit out or navigate it, whatever the word you want to use. It's like, what am I doing right now? How, how do I do this shit to the point where it's easy as possible? It's never going to be easy. There's no blueprint for that shit. But I feel like if anything, I'm learning myself. Learning what makes me tick and boom. Learning what I truly want for myself. I know I'm worth something at grand because look at how long I'm sitting with myself and taking time to build a better relationship with me. Because it wasn't always the best. I didn't always feel this way about myself. I didn't always have these moments to sit with myself. And I feel like depending on the type of person that I am, everyone's not the same when it comes to this shit. Some people can end one thing and hop in the next one, you know, switch a nigga out. Culture is so big these days. And if one doesn't work, get another one. That's also very popular, which is the same thing as switching a nigga out. But me personally, I feel like great things take time to shape and mold. And I got to get my mind right before I take my ass back out here. I'm never the type of person to just one and done, one and done, next one, next one, next one, this one, that one, that one. I just can't. It's like I got to give myself myself time to reboot, restart. I can't just do that. Because then I feel like me not having talks with myself, I'm not my best self when I'm going to the the next contender I'm taking everything that I had over there to them or it's just not what it could be because I didn't take the time I just hopped in I'm not saying everyone has to do so much work to have something you don't have to do that much work to have anything but it helps for longevity what you want long-term shit or short-term shit do you want something that's going to last do you want something that's fabricated do you want some made-up shit in your head that you created yourself like or do you want something real do you want a one-way street or a two-way street like it's your choice but honesty is the cornerstone of empathetic relationships and I think that's where the trigger comes in because I hate lying and I hate liars people who can't be honest and just keep it a hundred I don't think I have even lied that much with situationships relationships friendships like I'm just I'm big on telling the truth And if people are willing to share their true thoughts and feelings, forming a connection with them is impossible. Like, if you don't want to do that, then there's no room to even connect. The shit lies within child development and upbringing, but I won't dig that deep today. I won't do that. But some people are not ready for real raw shit. They still want to play games. They still want to go with the flow. They still want to be secretive. They still want to be submissive to multiple people. They still want to pillow talk about could have been's. And that is okay. That's okay. It's perfectly fine. But what's for someone else may not be for me because it's not it. And same thing with the person who's listening and can agree. If you're okay with that, if you're okay with that bubblegum shit, then chew on. (laughs) But some people just, it's not good enough for them. I feel like accepting what some people are not and don't want to be is the ultimate level of understanding love, like, and lust. It doesn't come when you want it. It comes when you're least expecting it. And you may not be ready for it right now. And understanding that people have the right to choose what they want for themselves. Like I said, that's that's mature shit. That's seeing that, okay, you don't want me, you want her. Or you don't want this right now, you want that. Or you're just doing what the fuck ever. That is honestly something that I didn't even understand until like fucking last year. And I'm 25. So I really had to understand that. If it's not in the cards for you and that person, then it's not It's not going to happen. You know, no matter what you do, no matter what, how, how hard you climb to make the person happy or satisfied or wanting to see your true potential and worth, it's just not in the cards for y'all. 
and that's for y'all it doesn't mean anybody else and that's okay and don't expect a guy to tell you like hey it's not you I just mean it's me not you like I just don't want this or I'm not ready for a relationship with with you is silent don't expect them to be honest and come out and say that because I just told y'all honesty is not a guarantee you know and that's why I feel like a lot of our empathetic relationships are in danger just because people don't know how to be honest and be real and that's okay but that's that's them that's their character flaw not yours so just keep on pushing until you find someone who doesn't have that problem who doesn't have that issue it's not that hard for them to just say what it is people are flawed and they're not perfect and I think because we all have expectations and standards in place for ourselves we expect everyone else to have them as well but like I told y'all everyone doesn't come from your loving home everyone isn't raised like you are everyone doesn't bend and conform like you do it's not the same thing that you were getting at home it's not the same thing that you were raised to give or you how you are as a person we can be raised a certain way and change later and be a different person so whoever a person chooses to be that's on them you just have to pick what's best for you do what's best for you and back to my last episode where I did letter to my lovers. That's where I talk that's why I spoke about having to accept that some people did not want the same shit I wanted and had to accept that it just wasn't in our deck of cards. That was true growth again. Still learning. We're all just kids learning how to do this shit. It's gonna be trial and error. I'm not trying to say we're kids as if we childish, because that's not what that that's not what I mean. I mean like it's still new. All of it's a different experience. Some of it's something, things we've never done before, things we never heard before. Like, people we never even thought people could think a certain way or act a certain way or feel a certain way. Everything is new outside of what you've been taught. It's just that for me, I'd rather not have to deal with trial and error sometimes if I don't have to after I've been through something traumatic or dramatic or something that was a lot for me. I'd rather just sit the fuck back some shit can be avoidable and you don't have to sit in it if it doesn't have not if it doesn't have any substance and don't get me wrong I absolutely fucking hate being that I know your worth let me know your worth bitch but it's important it's really important y'all I deserve me plus more and I think that's why I spend so much time with myself and don't get me wrong sometimes when I'm feeling a little jazzy a little snazzy you know I entertain certain people that I've had around or whatever but it's never nothing in serious to the point where it's about to like distract me or you know suck me up chew me up I shouldn't have said that I meant to say chew me up spit me out <laughs> but sometimes the shit motherfuckers be putting up with is be stupid as hell it be dumb and that's just me being honest I definitely will take a pass on half of that shit but in order to realize that, you really have to know your worth. Seriously. I can't be with someone who's half present or half showing up because I invented this fantasy relationship in my head. You're only going to be mad at yourself in the end. And I saw that. I saw this thing on socials and it was saying that texting can be dangerous because it can come, it can create a false narrative of a relationship based on you talking to the person makes you feel like you're closer to them but in all reality you're not because they don't perceive the text messages like you do so you're taking the text messages and you're making them a lot more than what they really are and really they're just words on a keyboard in front of you they don't really mean closeness they don't mean 
genuine relationship. They don't mean learning people. Like people can send a text and like, it's just a text. They're not holding those words in their brain of what they said. They just don't hold as much weight. I feel like as some people make them hold. Like if you have a texting relationship, that's all it is. You're in love with messages. Person can send a text and be like, and not remember what the fuck they said. It's just, it's more, the closeness to me is formed in person. The connection is formed in person. The genuine, the genuine click is formed in person. Like everything that really, really matters when it's, it's trying to be selective, all that shit comes from in person. Because it's in front of you. It's real. And I was like, wow, that makes sense. I know I've done that a couple of times. I feel like I was close to someone because we were having a blast in the messages. But that's not how that works. <laughs> Pretending can only get you but so far. And even hearing myself say that it makes my stomach hurt because I remember being younger and like, I think I had my first real boyfriend when I was like 19. And I thought that, you know, I was so excited to just be like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Which I feel like, even though I was 19, people are doing this shit at 23, 22, fucking 25, shit, the numbers go up. I'm just so excited to have a boyfriend that everything that I'm not happy with, I'm just going to sweep it under the rug and pretend like it doesn't exist. And that shit got me nowhere because I was fucking miserable. Because all the cons were overloading and overpouring over the pros. I don't even think there was any fucking pros, but... Being that young and being that naive, of course, I sat there. But back to our main topic. I'm learning how to be less hard body and more myself over time. But it's definitely a working progress, as cliche as it sounds. I've always been that way. And I know there's so many others out here who can say the same. And also people who can completely disagree, but... I feel like my hard body came from being misunderstood and mistreated so many times when I was just being pure. And don't get me wrong, I'm the sweetest, the sweetest little rabbit, the sweetest little rabbit. But you learn how to water down yourself to protect your feelings. And that's cliche. I'm pretty sure everyone fucking, everyone does that. Like even men who walk around and act so prideful and act like, they future's best friend when they know good and damn well that's not who they are when they go home at night and lay their head on that motherfucking pillow. Like, they hurting. And I think that's why, like, ugh, I'm not <laughs> the biggest future fan, not the biggest, I used to be a bigger Drake fan, but now I'm just like, mm, throw him over there in the category with all them toxic ass Scorpios. Sorry. But the whole pretending and, you know, the pride thing and the macho-ness of not giving a fuck or not caring or not expressing yourself or the title hard body, like, it gets old because it's a mask. And the most emotional people are the ones who are doing that because they feel like if they're emotional, if they're vulnerable, they're, they're not protecting themselves. But it has to be a balance. You know, some things are inevitable and you have to let them in. Let them happen. And just because you blast future all day, it doesn't mean you're going to magically wake up and be that nigga. Even he has had internal emotions that eat his ass alive. That's why all them songs 
are that fucking toxic. And not to put his ass on blast today, but I was watching a TikTok the other day and they were talking about how he literally, Sierra literally had to sue him over the comments that he was saying about her and Russell Wilson and like just saying shit like, once I had you, I always have you. Like niggas like that, next fucking caller, you are too motherfucking entitled and you sound hurt as fuck. So most people be like, oh, I worship Future and I just, I love what he says because he don't be giving a fuck about these bitches. But when I listen to shit like that, I don't be hearing somebody who doesn't give a fuck about these bitches. I hear somebody who needs to sit down and have a talk with themselves and, and is really like mentally jabbed up over some shit bitches have done or something's not clicking in the back of their mind. Something has happened in the past that has caused them to be that. Like I, I see a cry for help. I don't see a nigga who's like, dogging bitches and like you know just having his way out here or he's this macho man who doesn't do love and just switch him out like I don't see that I see a cry for help like so I really some songs are catchy you know I fuck with them but some of them I'd be like "Mm, you need to go talk to somebody because something's not right and I know it's just music you know music is a way in a form for people to express themselves but that's the point what are you expressing to me, I hear hurt. Because, like, any nigga who makes music and says, and any female as well, like, any person who makes music and says things about the opposite sex and that's all they focus on, all they talk about, something in that area is triggering you. Something's not right. I used to know this boy who would always, like, post on his story about how women do this, women do that, women ain't this, women ain't that. Women don't never do this. Women always complaining. Women always lying. Women always telling their friends that da, da 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 Females this, females that. You know, I can't stand niggas who females, females, females. Like, what the fuck are we, dogs? But to me, it sounds like you're crying right now. It sounds like somebody has really hurt you to the core and you have not done the work and gotten over it. So now you're putting out all this toxic masculinity for us to hear. And who the fuck wants to hear that? I don't. And this is coming from a woman. So any attacks that sound like, well, you're a woman, you're doing da 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 I guess you have freedom of speech just like I do. So we can join in and do it together. But sometimes I just be like, yeah, that sounds like, that sounds like you need to go talk to somebody. But anyway, back to the topic, because I got off, I went left with that. Why would we want to match such great qualities when it comes to the meet and greet? We could be holding ourselves back from our new friendships or amazing experiences, which is why I said, let's let down the guard of being hard body all the time. But also on the other other, other spectrum, why give these great qualities to motherfuckers who don't deserve them? I mean, a lot of guys, you just know off rip. I'm not even going to play with you or keep up with you or make it seem like we'll work out because we won't. I already know. I don't waste people's time when they're just not it, only because I wouldn't want someone to do the same to me. But another thing that I learned when navigating this whole thing is people don't move based on what you would do. And that's going back to my loving home and what I expected. It's not, it's not what you think it is. My loving home is the reason why I have to keep my love sacred. But I want to normalize, I want to normalize allowing myself to experience it again. And just from a personal note, um, a couple of days ago was the anniversary of my grandma Jeanette's death and she, I loved her so much because she made me feel like I didn't have to water down parts of myself, even as a kid. My clinginess was OD, but it was never OD to her. 
and my love was never overbearing to her. I could just be my full, complete self with no fear of being accepted or being told to tone it down. And I really, really miss that because, of course, my mom and pe- my, you know, my mom and my sister, my brother, they loved me. But, like, my grandma never told me to get off of her, like, never told me. You know, she just accepted me fully for who I was. And that I miss so much. Even as an adult, like, anything I did or said, she would just, like, eat it up. Like, she thought the world of me. And I know if she was still here, she'd be really, really, really proud of me. But I'm ready to be open to unexpected shit is what I was talking about in the po- this podcast series earlier. And unexpected in areas, even if it means, you know, areas of my life that are even unusual for me, like not normal, normally for me to experience. But something we all have to remember is, is that everyone can be your dream come true at first. It's your first meet. You guys have no past. It's a clean slate, fresh start. And quite frankly, they're going to be on their best behavior. This observation mode, this is observation mode. Like they're figuring you out. What makes you tick? And boom, what makes you, what moves you? This is how they choose a filter. The filter they're going to show you. They're going to show you what they want to show you. Surface level shit. What they allow you to see. And most of us do this shit. It's nothing new. Like everybody does that. It's human nature. And this is why it's so important to soak a person in before you attach yourself to them and start thinking about how many kids and dogs you're about to have, how y'all kids' hair going to come out, what school are they going to, what street y'all going to live on. Like, it's it's really important to sit down and just, like, be realistic about the shit. And I feel like the reason why I get so tied up in shit and so, like, is because I'm, I live in my fantasy world all the time. I like to fantasize. It's too often I was devastated when I watched my relationships fall before my face that were developed in my head. You know, Pisces are dreamers, so we just take shit and we just dream about it. And, you know, we don't really give ourselves time to really feel for the wheel before we just start going haywire. We're always so quick to say people change, but it's never that often and never that quick. People are always who they people are who they always were. We just didn't get to know them long enough to realize it. We didn't take our time. So this is a word of advice to myself and to anyone who's listening because this is important. Please don't rush and don't let that fairy fairy tale shit take you for a ride. We all want this shit one day, but it's a process. Dating, relationships, marriage, children, families. This is shit we all want and cannot achieve by forcing it. Everything we hear feels right and it sounds like, but are we really listening? Look closely. They are telling you what you want to hear. So take time and wait for the raw uncut. Wait for the no filter and see if they still look the same. Act the same. Hold on and build. If they do, don't let go. That's if the cards are lining up and the person they reveal you to over time is still who they were from the beginning. That's when you're able to, oh my God, I hope I don't fall and fall. But you don't have to be hard body forever. You don't have to be delusional either. Wake the fuck up. Spend some time with yourself. Water your own garden before you try to plant crowds for someone else. Allow people to extend themselves to you, take you out, pamper you, but you don't have to be so uptight and shut off all the time. You know, you can allow a person who is actually worthy of your time to have it. Now, this does not, I repeat, does not mean... <laughs> Entertaining every single nigga who tries to shoot their shots. Some niggas are not even worth a conversation. And that's me putting it nicely. But don't be so stuck up to the point where you may block your blessings. But 
if you're like me personally, my intuition will tell me when I can let my guard down. And that's just something that doesn't occur too often based on the characters that I come across. But I feel like some things are inevitable and they are meant to happen, meant to experience. So God will definitely let those through. Like even times where I wasn't expecting it, God would be like, here you go, character development. And I'm like, fuck, I wasn't even fucking looking for no nigga. I wasn't even worried about nobody. I was just vibing, having a good time out. And boom, up pops eight months of despair because I have to learn how to get over this shit for character development. Are you fucking serious? Keeping my emotions bubbled up has never been my strong suit. That's considered watering myself down to be digestible, but unfortunately, I won't be watering myself down to make myself digestible anymore. I'm learning through these character development experiences how to control myself and still go at a pace to the point where I'm not being irrational and overbearing, but also so I'm not allowing myself to get fucking wounded out here with no damn ammo to defend myself and no damn protection no uh what's it called bulletproof vests nothing just shot up I'm still going to protect myself but also learn how to not be as hard body if that makes sense and I know there's people who are listening who can also relate you know our society tell us all the time that we have to be so strong and so independent and so you know, smart, so intelligent, so goal-driven, chasing this bag, getting this, not distracted. You know, we wake up in the morning, like I say all the time, eating self-improvement, but we're human. And some shit we feel we're not going to like. Every We're not going to be able to avoid every single fucking distraction. Trust me, I've tried. And like I said, God has put men in my life for character development. And I'd be like, gee, thanks. I didn't ask for that, but thank you. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to hold on to that. You're not going to forget it. These are the steps to experiencing something amazing. But I hope you guys really enjoyed this segment because I enjoyed writing it. Um, it. It was longer than I thought it was going to be. I try to do, like I said all the time, 30 minutes to 40 minutes just because I know listening to long podcasts is more entertaining than listening to 10 20 minute segments after this i'm definitely going to work out this is day number two i'm gonna do it from home today i got a couple of mat exercises that i'm going to do because i want abs not flab eventually (laughs) i realized that like my best friend was telling me like you can't do back all the time like if you do back all the time you're gonna have a flat back and a and a gut and I was like damn that wouldn't that really wouldn't look right right so as much as I hate laying on the mat I hate laying on the mat y'all I'm gonna do it because I need to do it and plus I'm not working today so I can do something productive but as always make sure you guys send your submission topics to thirsty for therapy the pod at gmail.com that email will be in the show description Make sure you leave ratings and reviews on this episode and any others. I'm really, 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 really happy with where this podcast is headed. I've only had it for two months and I have a good number of follows for the show, listens. I think we've had a thousand something listens already. So it's really growing on me and I can tell that it's growing on the public and I'm so happy for the direction that is headed in there's so much more in store i hope you guys have a great wonderful amazing tuesday don't let those people out here 
in this crazy ass world get on your nerves and let your boss piss you off hit a woosah walk outside get some fresh air do whatever you gotta do just have a great day and until next time